Hey, AfterBuzzers, thank you so much for tuning in to another Dead of Summer After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 6, titled The Dharma Bums. Please stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, AfterBuzzers, thank you again for tuning in to another Dead of Summer After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Two of my lovely ladies here. Introduce yourselves, let us know where we can find you on social media. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Renee Ariel. Hey guys, my name is Amber Plaster, and you guys can tweet at me at Amber Plaster. And Carrie wishes she could be here, but she actually called into a radio station and got tickets to the Suicide Squad. So, so jealous. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So we understand, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of also might understand Deb. Me too. Just a little bit, though. I, you guys know I'm not a fan of Deb. I feel like I'm the only one who's not a fan of Deb. But watching this episode made me go like, oh, okay, okay. I'm interested now. Like, I'm invested now. And I was super, super impressed that she was a Harvard lawyer and, like, chose to be where she was. I was like, I can get behind this. So it was a good episode for me because I've been changed. I really, yeah, I did not like Deb. I thought she was so weird. But then this episode, I was, like, kind of mad because I liked not liking her. And then it all kind of made sense and made her into a likable character. And then you kind of felt bad for her. But I, I will say, though, uh with what we'll get into with the guy from the moment he came in and she was like you shouldn't be here I was like he's totally a ghost he's totally a ghost I didn't believe it until like the last second of the talk I'm like is she hallucinating or like what happened what happened and you knew immediately because the way it was the way she was like no it's you're too like I don't know the way she worded it just made me like well it's this it's she's totally a ghost he was cryptic about, like, I have to go. I can only yeah. be here for a day. And I know. I was, I was like, like, what a douche. I mean, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, you're just going to have sex with him and leave? That's yeah. Like, but, or, or you're dead. And the um, wall or veil, whatever you want to call it, is only open for so long. Oh, maybe. So, okay. Yeah. Great. I think. That. So well, it's like, supernatural stuff went over my you guys, head. guys, anyone that's, you know, any guy that's a douchebag to you, it says, hey, you got to leave a, tomorrow. Just be ghost. like, he's a ghost. Man, I've met so many ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> he was ghosting for real. Yeah. Uh, well, we find out at the beginning of the episode that everyone knows about that Cricket is dead. We were unsure last week if it was, you know, going to be this mystery or what, but it was, I, it was very somber. Started off that way. Still somber. I'm still sad that Cricket died. Me too. I know. And nope. yeah, I was not a. Fi- I, I kind of wish. Is this terrible? Like morbid of me, but I kind of wish they showed them finding her. Is that awful? Yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of <laughs> like. I wanted to see that scene of like who found her, how that went down. But like, I get that would be a little too dark, maybe. But I was kind of in my mind. She just never came back, and the next morning they're like, "Oh, search party," and then just the police found her body because she just disappeared. They don't like. It's a really big forest area, so I imagine they, she just went missing. They found it's her. true, but I feel like people in this show go missing, or like the kids go off and they don't like freak out. As much. They all look for them, you know. They don't get the police involved when they should. So I feel like someone else could have found her. Yeah, I mean. Listen, I didn't really want to accept any of it that Cricket was dead because <laughs> I think just in addition to us meeting, you know, Amber Coney the first week. So, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Like, she 
was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Probably my favorite character on the show. And now I'm Easily. really... Yeah. I'm really digging Blair, and I felt so bad for Blair this episode. <laughs> I um, wanted them to have their own spin-off series, you guys, and I still stand by like that. They're on the reality show, you know? I would watch it. <laughs> I would watch it. In 1989. Because <laughs> that was the thing. But it was sad, and it was interesting, too, to see Alex's grief and everyone else's grief. And I liked that he, had, he was like, she was on her way to see me. It was, it was sad, to yeah. say the least. Yeah. Got to see a little bit more of Alex. I'm still hoping to see a little bit more of Alex's personality come through because he was like, oh man, like, you know, like he felt responsible. And I was mm-hmm. like, good, look who has a heart after all. Yeah, well, and he, it said at one point too, like, I want to know who did this so I can get revenge. I don't know. I, I was like, that. yeah, do it. Yeah. I support this. But it, I think it's a supernatural element that we're yeah, doing. You're going to die. Yeah, like, good luck, Alex. Nice try. No, I was totally with him. I was oh. like, find it, Alex. Find it. I think perhaps he will get his revenge and then he will, you know, he'll he'll die. Mm. Probably. But I like, I do like Alex. I don't know why. I don't know if I like him as a person or if I just think he's cute or what, but I like him on the show. I do, too. I, I mean, like his tenacity for, like, how he gets things done. It's it's just interesting to watch. I don't know if it's good or bad. So I guess it's supposed to be bad, but I yeah. enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy watching it. him be bad. Maybe it's that the, where we left off with him, he was trying to do a sweet gesture for Cricket, and I was like, oh, okay, you have my heart a little bit, you know? Yeah. But the rest of the time, I was not about it. Well, I think also, too, what we saw him do to Blotter very early on tainted. Uh, I mean, that was crappy. No way around it. I know. I loved Blotter. Yeah. Such a cutie pie. I really like Blotter as well. Yes, and of course, Zachary Warren, he was absolutely lovely. I know. What a fun guest we have. We've had so many fun guests. I know. And we're going to have more continuing starting, actually, I think, next week for the rest of the season because they just finished shooting episode 10. So we're going to hopefully be getting some people in. Let's go back to Deb's flashback stuff like we were talking about. Find out she's a lawyer, went to Harvard. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that was fun banter. That was cool. That came out. I liked yeah. that scene. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. And um, actually, uh, Richard Haddam, who was one of the writers of this episode, he is, like, a mentor of mine, and right now I'm I'm working with him on a CW show, and he... Uh, when he, well, he also was my teacher at UCLA, and he taught us kind of a lot about dialogue that just seems like... like you know, day-to-day dialogue that's not important, but giving a lot of information through that, like, oh, hey, who are you? My name is blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I'm this person. And you can communicate a lot of who each character is and, like, what's going to happen through that small dialogue, Mm -hmm. which I definitely saw in that scene with Deb's fiancé. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. The meeting and the whole kind of little hate-love thing they had going on. He was like, oh, you think you're going to do something about this, huh? And I was like, ooh, they're going to get together. They're going to get together. <laughs> but she was never happy about it. Yeah. The Even most, when the proposal. Yeah, that was the lamest proposal I've ever, on her part. It could have been cute. It just depends. Like, it's kind of that thing they say where... People, someone could be the creepiest person in the world, but if you're in love with them, they're like sweet gestures. Same with this proposal. It was like it was minimal, but if she was truly in love, she would have been more excited. Not just mm-hmm. like, of course, Dad, girl, listen to your heart. That line could have been delivered like, of course, like really excited, and she chose on purpose to be like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> about course. it. And I was like, oh, girl, let's spend the rest of our lives together. You I'm don't so have excited. To. Yeah. Well, okay, I still have a lot of theories 
on Deb, which I will get to in a little bit, and it's in the same regards to Amy, but I think that she is essentially, like, two different people at a lot of times. Like, whether she's being possessed or... I don't... Yeah, I, I think it's a possession thing, but there is... We did find out a lot about her, but we still didn't exactly find out what happened at camp that she's always like, it'll never, you know, it'll never be that... Even though we know that... Um, was it the perfect summer 19 years ago? I was like, what? First of all, one person had a good experience at this camp, and her name is Deb. And also, <laughs> what happened that summer? Because I feel like that started all this magic again. Or maybe... Maybe it didn't, and maybe she's not a vessel. Was it their sex in the woods that, like, opened this, like... Vessel? <laughs> yeah, the whole thing? Really? Uh, the really? whole relationship. I did find it interesting. I will say that the... How... When they had sex in the woods, that it was on, like, the white, like, blanket, mm-hmm. just like when she didn't with have sex with Joel? I think she totally did. Or Joel? No. Joel. Joel? She chooses not to, or she doesn't remember. But, but like, that was weird to me because that, like, that was such a parallel. Also, can mm-hmm. we talk about the fact she looks just like Amy as her younger self? I don't know if it was because I had a light on in front of the TV and it was dark, but she looked, I was like, is that Amy? I was so confused who was in this scene, and mm-hmm. then they said Deb, and I'm like, oh, this is a flashback. That's not Amy. Oh, I knew it was Deb, and I knew that, I mean, Something we've said from, like, episode one is how much Deb and Amy look alike. So I was like, okay, there's a reason, I think, that Deb and Amy are supposed to look so similar. I'm so excited to find out what it is. I know. I'm getting extremely restless. (laughs) I mean, I knew we would get some good answers this episode, which uh, I want to say, like, yes, I got some answers, but not the answers that I wanted to get. Mm. Yeah. like I know when Keith showed up, I was like, yay, new character. How about you answer some of the other questions that I have? Because I was just like, I can't handle a new character that I'm going to have questions about. Let's talk about Keith's death because I was confused watching it honestly normally I would want to watch this kind of show three times before I talked about it so I could like rewind and in depth you know really go into it but we just watched it and I saw some things in his death scene first of all what how did he die? Was it heroin because, overdose? Yeah, yeah, because they saw the lighter heroin yeah. overdose. Yeah. That's what I got, as or well. some kind of opiate. But I feel like it was on purpose because when he, when she had that flashback of like, I really need this. I don't know. It just felt like she felt guilty because he was in such like a time of need where he really needed her or needed this experience, and then I don't know. That just felt. But then again, I don't know because they didn't have that introduction prior saying that there would be it would be regarding suicide in the episode, so maybe mm-hmm. that's not what we're supposed to think. It felt more of like an accidental depressed overdose to me if I had to label it as anything. See, he was in a desperate place, but he wasn't mad or like someone spiteful. in the chat, uh Zare Watt said the overdose uh could have been a suicide. Someone else here said that uh it could have been the tall man just like how uh, Joel's brother was But it's not clear if the tall man interacts with Deb at all, and it's not clear that the tall man interacts with Keith based off of what we know of the flashbacks. I will say this. I'm very superstitious, okay? And this is something that freaked me out that I realized in the episode tonight. So white lighters, have you guys ever heard of the white lighter 27 club myth or, you know, legend? It's kind of scary. 
Um, so Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and Kurt Cobain all died. I, I talk about this yeah, all the time. I know. I'm, like, really weirded out by it. They all died with a white lighter and I think the right or their left pocket at the age of 27. Mm. So anytime having a white lighter, white lighters are just bad luck. And okay. I never buy them. And then I heard I, they were bad luck, but I didn't know why. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. So when he when uh, Keith was dead from this overdose of whatever sort it was, there was a white lighter yeah. next to his body. And I did appreciate kind of that the like detail. thing. The yeah, detail that detail. The show. That was pretty cool because I mean I got that. I totally <laughs> understand that part because I'm insane. Oh. Did not realize that. Let's talk about the seance. So scary. So scary. I hated it. As it was happening, I was like, no, no. Put the pedals down. Put the can... Stop it. I just... I My whole body was had goosebumps, and I still have goosebumps, and I did not like the seance, did not like the demon, did not like the, what, the possession of Amy's body, which, holy crap. That was pretty cool. I thought it was cool to watch. Yeah. I mean, I used to play with a Ouija board when I was younger with my sister, and that, like, never happened. I really wish, I, I did too. Well, just with like, I'd be like, hey, guys, let's have a sleepover, and I'd whip it out. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly. Did you like the one with the blue and purple box? No. The, oh, I had like, like the fun one. Oh, uh, no, I had like the scary one, I think. <laughs> and I would just do, like have sleepovers and play with people, but that is a thing that if you do it and bring it, guys, don't play the Ouija board or ever bring it into your home, and if you are going to play with it, like do it like somewhere Does something else. happen to you? No, there's this thing that if you bring a Ouija board into your home, you are opening up a door to ghosts and spirits yes. to come into your home at any time. I don't it's know, like, my, hey guys, cool, you can come here. This is yeah. a safe place for you, spirits. Come on in. Yeah. Mine felt like super like safe with kids. Like it, like it was blue and purple. The little uh, thing was glow in the dark. It That's seemed cool. a lot of fun. Like it reminded, me, it matched. Like, the glowy stars that I had in right. my ceiling. Mm-hmm. It just went with the, the, the room, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, I, but perhaps it didn't work when I did it because I didn't have pig's blood. Well, and your Ouija board matched your room. And my what? Ouija board matched my room, so. And no ginger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I yes. was missing some of the ingredients, I think, but now after watching this episode, I know now. I know what to do now in case I, I want to scare myself for the rest of my life. <laughs> Blair... Again, feels so bad for him because he has been friends with Cricket for so long. Poor Blair. Yeah, and he desperately is, I'm you know. Up. He just wants to make sure she's okay, which um, she's, she's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler really alert, comforting. she's not okay. And I mean, I get that because when someone dies and you don't know what happens to them, I've seen a medium before and, you know, it is, it's, there are certain verifications that mediums can give you. I think, yes, some are, you know, totally full of crap, but some actually are able to communicate with people on the other side, and they can say they're okay, they're peaceful, they're happy, like, they're not in some, like, weird demon hell, then, you know, good to know. But uh, we learned that Cricket, and I don't even know who to give, like, props to for this, whether it's the actress that plays Amy, special effects, or... And I think it might have been Cricket's voice somehow, um, like... With vo- her? Yeah, like, combined yeah, with Amy's. Yeah, so it's like a weird voice, yeah. And it didn't even sound like, oh, it was just, like, demon-y. It sounded like it was a combination of Cricket and Amy's voices with, like, a demon undertone. Yeah, they did really good with that voice. <laughs> yeah. And she is scared, 
and this man is after her. And, uh... Man, why is Amy... Why why is she the doorway? Like, she's obviously the vessel here, and now we understand that the, the tall man's supposedly warning them, although he's terrible and tries to kill people, so I really don't respect his wishes of yeah. trying to protect them, but... Like, why... So, like, can other people be like Amy? Can other kids just pop up and be dangerous? Okay, here's the one thing of this episode that I forgot uh, to bring up earlier and I was going to ask you guys, because I know each episode we've been like, we know, we probably think that the teacher is Deb, but now, after this episode, I honestly... Oh, hey, Mike. I honestly have no idea who it could be, who the teacher is. I still think it's Deb. Do you, you think, still think it's Deb? Yeah. Do you think the teacher knows that they're the teacher? Yes. What? You think Deb knows that she's doing all these bad things? Yes, because I think Deb thinks that it's her duty now to do this ritual to bring the camp back to the way it was. I think she's, like, all begrudging about it, and she thinks she's, like, being a martyr about it. And I think she's, like, telling the little townspeople to be like, okay, put this here, and put this here, and then that way I can save all the rest of the kids. Like, I think she's just misguided. I don't know, because I would have gotten a different vibe from when she was saying goodbye to Keith, of her being like, soon, Keith, soon, rather than, like, take me with you, and, like, that heartbreaking scene of her saying true. goodbye. Because he would have come back, too, per se. Um, so I really, honestly, after this episode, she's off that list of her at least being the teacher. I don't mm. think... Whatever she's doing that's bad, she's possessed while she's doing it, and I don't think she is, like, a bad character at all, at least on purpose. Then it can easily be one of the townie, the, the sheriffs or um, Garrett's mom, any of those peripheral characters that's, like, always around for no reason. It can be I one of those. I would love for it to be Garrett or just someone that's a... Ma- I want it to be a main character. I want to be shocked. Me too. I want it to be someone I'm like, you stabbed me in the back. I want it to be Jesse, but... Jesse's such if a little snob. If you could find a way for it to be Jesse, I would oh, be so fulfilled. So over her. <clears throat> Here's the thing is that I think that all of the counselors are, like, victims or being possessed. I think that they are kind of just pawns. They're a little on the younger side to be teaching. Yeah. yeah. And I, well, the only way I think they could be the teacher is if they have, like, a possession situation that's kind of going in and out. Um but I think that that is possibly what is happening with Deb. And so she still could be the teacher because she acts very different at all times. Sometimes she's creepy and, like, sexual towards Joel. I think the teacher, if it's Deb, likes Joel a lot. Yeah. That's what I want it to be. I want her to be, like, in control and manipulative. And I'm not sure But what if, if she, she is. isn't, like, aware of this other side of I'll her that's so possessing her? i disappointed. Because it seems like that's the obvious choice, right? Is that she's just, like, a total victim. And no, like, I want, like, an evil person. I want yeah. someone... That's why the Deb, Deb doesn't do it for me. Because what I've gotten from who the teacher is, is they are, like, a firm believer of all of this, who Holyoke, whatever, with this Holyoke guy in the cult, and they believe what he says, and blah, 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 all of that. I want someone who's a cuckoo head, who's all about this, and this is what needs to be done, and maybe he doesn't tell everyone because he needs it to work out, but I want to be someone that's, like, that knows exactly what they're doing and are not, like, one, uh, 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 responsible for all, like, the paranormal stuff, but it's happening because of what they're doing. I just want them to know what they're doing and be doing it, like, on their own. Yeah, I don't want the bad guy to be a pawn or, like, yeah, possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to, be, like, be, like doing like doing it on purpose Mm -hmm. yeah like they have come with this mission 
and they want to destroy this camp or whatever for some reason. But again, with Deb, we see that she, when she took uh, Keith's ashes back to the camp, that she saw the for sale sign and just decided, like, to take it upon herself to do this. So that's kind of right in what you guys might be saying, that she has decided to take the power back. But there is still something we're missing because we saw he was a writer and, you know, wanted to travel the world and, yeah, maybe had an addiction to drugs. But I still think there's something else there as to why he died. It's possible. I just don't think she knows it yet. I think maybe if if that... If there's another element, I don't think she knows it, and I don't think we really know it yet. I, I, I hope that all those questions are answered. Mm. However, if it is just, you know, this guy was kind of a wreck and going through a lot, it would make sense, you know, that that happened. And it does make sense, just that on its own, for her to feel, I guess, like she needs to, she needs this, like he needed to go there, she needs to run this camp and make a magical summer to make up for the fact that she lost her soulmate, that she, and I think that's what it was to make it a magical summer, I think like when you have such a crush or you're in love, like you're not even paying attention, like what, what, what are we doing all day, I'm just, I just see him and like we're just on a blanket, like I don't even think it's anything else that's at the camp. But... Also, remember that she said she thinks Cricket's death is her fault because she knew this was maybe going to happen. Oh, I knew she... She knows something, and she's withholding it from all the other counselors, and I wish she would just sit down with them and be like, guys, this is what happened to me. This is what's going to happen. Da, da, da. But like, the only reason that she's not is because she's potentially the teacher. Oh, man. I Why really... wouldn't she share if she was really trying to help them? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe it gets to a point where she's like, I don't want to share, but if I have to, like, if you all are going to die, then <laughs> let me break it down for you. Right? Let me let you know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And Drew is going to just be pissed. She's going to be, you know, he's going to be like, why didn't you share? Like, it's totally going to be Drew <laughs> just just like, like shaking him. Deb and just be like, why didn't you share this before? And Deb's going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, that's why Drew's so quiet. It's not because, you know, he's like, born a girl, but he is just knows a lot of secrets and is angry. Zelda Williams is an amazing job. So good. It's a lot of fun. And uh, again, let's get to Deputy Garrett's storyline. Yes, very interesting. He's still trying to help everyone. Yeah, he's a little suspicious. I don't know what's he's up He's all him. over the place without his partner, which by the way, I, I'm pretty sure... In, in modern day and also in the past, if you're, like, clocked in as a sheriff, you're not supposed to be driving around without your partner if you're on the clock. Yes? Yeah. Which makes me even more suspicious of what he's doing alone in his uniform on the camp. I don't know. I don't know about this Garrett character. If, if one of them is bad, I think it's uh, Garrett or, if I would put money on it, Garrett or Jesse. I don't think Jessie has the wherewithal to be bad, unfortunately, but I would be really pleased if she was. Right? No. I, I would have it. I, I so think bad. that Deputy Garrett is following in his father's footsteps, which eventually got him killed because we saw that in the cufflink, his father left a case number, which uh, Garrett then found, and it had a letter in it that said, if you found this, you've, you know, figured out as much as I have and know that this is kind of a crazy situation. And does not make any sense, and it's supernatural of some sort. Basically is what that letter said. And the mom, though, hmm, 
Here's the thing, though. The mom gave Garrett all of this stuff. So why would she willingly give it to him if she knew what was happening? That's my big question. I also feel like we don't see too much of his mom for her to be... Right? How many times have we seen his mom? She just works at the bar a few times. Yeah, she's, yeah. So she's, we, she's not like a, like a big character, so I don't even want to consider... I do think that she knows more than she's leading on, but I don't think she's like a crucial part of the story. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, a lot of people think that Garrett's mom and the sheriff... I think the sheriff, even though we've seen him a few times, is definitely suspicious. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And maybe that's the reason why Garrett's trying to go around so much without him, supposedly, is because he doesn't either trust his partner, who I think is the sheriff, or his right. buddy with, with that, or he, for you know his own purposes, doesn't want anyone else to know why he's poking in the can, which is what I think it is. Well, Jesse goes to him for help, which... You know, a little bit of a nice moment between her and Amy after, you know, they were both possessed. It was nice. Hey, girl, I got you. We both are possessed by demons. So It's a good way to bond, I think. Yeah, good way to bond over being possessed. But then she walks out by herself into the woods after someone's just been possessed. I'm like, maybe someone go with her? Hello? No? No one? No. I mean, which one? I'm sorry. Which (laughs) one of those guys is going to really, like, help the situation? No, Don't you feel better when you're not walking alone through the woods? You're walking with, like, even just another girl? You just feel better than, like, when you're walking by yourself? Yeah. This could just be me, but I think after all of these events, you know, cricket dying, people seeing things that aren't really there, I think I would go home at this point. I think I'd be like, you know... Good luck to you, but I need to get back to, you know, being alive. I don't want to die. Yeah, my friend just died. It's time for me to go home. I'm going to go home now. Bye. Have a a good summer, guys. I'd be over it. I don't want to... I'm not part of Scooby-Doo. Like, I don't need to figure this out. You guys do you. (laughs) I'm going to bounce. And you know what? I'd survive. Yeah. Well, who knows? Because Tall Man could just follow you wherever you go. Yeah, as we saw with... um, Like, he needs to get a life. Yeah. As we saw with oh. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. And and I just commend Joel so much because I feel as though let's say it was Alex who was followed by the tall man and his brother killed himself because of the tall man. Alex would for sure just be like, Oh yeah, I'll kill Amy. You want me to kill Amy? <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'll kill her. I'll do it. I don't care. Don't you wonder if if they killed it's Amy, true. if it would just end? If, like, the, the tall man was serious and all he had to do was kill Amy and then it would be over? And then everything's, like, sunshine and roses. Yeah. yeah. Like, that. maybe that's the answer. Guys, just, like, kill Amy. You guys, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, just came up with something really, really good. What? What? Okay. What? Okay. <gasps> what if? So, we think that Deb could be Amy's mom. What if Amy's dad, and she was, like, you know, consummated in the woods when her and uh, Keith. Keith did it? That's that's her parents. Yeah. Because that was, like, nine, Ooh. 19 years. Ooh, goosebumps. Ooh. I think that's just about the right time, yeah. 19 years ago. 19 years ago. Which, nine months, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He goes away, right? That's a theory. And then she goes to Harvard, and you can't have a baby if you're going to go to Harvard. Right? I don't know, guys. I think that, you know, and why would he come back? Like, 
why would he come back from the dead? He says, yeah, more stuff is going to happen. You need to stay and help these kids. Maybe your kid. Do you, I don't think that Deb would know, though, if Amy is her daughter. I don't think so either. She's oblivious. I think it's a, I think it's a closed adoption if we're going that yeah, I definitely think she doesn't know now. I think, you know, if someone looked just like me for a younger age, I would probably be taken aback and think about it a little more. Deb hasn't even looked at Amy like, you look just like me 19 years ago. And she looks just like her 19 years ago. True. But, you know, maybe she just doesn't remember. I don't know. She's got a lot going on. <laughs> She's really <laughs> preoccupied. She's emotionally unavailable. It's true. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts in the chat or tweets and stuff because I think that's kind of an interesting fun theory. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Garrett, they find um a bloody patch where oh, uh, and he touches it. He reaches right down do and dummy. You you stick. Like why would you be Like you going to like lick it next? Stop. It's like someone be like, "Is this poison?" Yeah. <laughs> like what are you what are you doing? I don't think God, I don't I just want to know. I you're right. It's a, such an easy cop out to say this person's possessed. This person's possessed. <clears throat> I don't think that Garrett is possessed. I think that Deb could be possessed, but I just think that it's an easy cop out to kind of be like, oh, they are not, you know, in themselves. Someone needs to be bad, and it can't just be their stereotypical bad guy. Like, it can't be these three guys, like, the no. bad guys. That can't They're be puns. it. Because that's not. That's, like, the easiest story to tell. The bad guys we knew from the beginning. Everyone else is good and only is being taken over by a demon. Like, I want more. I want someone that we don't expect to come out that last episode. And I want it to make sense. But there's two There's two bad people, right? So there's the teacher. The teacher. And there's somebody helping them. But there's also all these followers in those creepy... But there's somebody the followers don't know because they said in the in the car when they're watching, they're like, who moved it? And they're like, I don't know. But the teacher says we should thank them for helping us. So they don't know who this helper is. So perhaps the teacher could be a paranormal element, but the helper, one of those two needs to be someone good. Like, has to be someone we, th- we think is good right now. Yeah. 100%. Well, in one of the, you know, quick things we get at the end of the episode with the creators of the show, one of them said that we should look at that scene that's at the beginning of the episode, the flashback mm-hmm. with Deb when they were at that masquerade dance, and that, like, one of those masks is going to look familiar. That's what they said. So it's the creepy mask that we see now was in that flashback of the dance at the beginning. But we don't know who's... We don't know who's who wearing did, it. We don't know who was wearing it, but I'm definitely going to rewatch it tomorrow because I yeah. think r- small things like that. Also, there was a lot of things in this episode. I mean, we know that these are some of the writers from Lost and um, the Dharma. The I mean, the episode is called uh, the Dharma Bums, mm-hmm. and there was the whole Dharma initiative. If any of you guys watch Lost, and um, I know some of you are younger and are getting into this. If you haven't watched Lost, you totally should. It's on Netflix. Have you watched it, Renee? So good. I loved Lost. Yeah. Uh, Some seasons got me a little lost, but it is a really good show and well done. Yeah, and isn't, I mean, the Dharma Initiative was a huge part of that. And then there was also a fan, right, that said something uh, that was a connection to Once Upon a Time. Yeah, so if if any of you guys are fans of Once Upon a Time, um, you'll realize um, that... Uh, Drew, Zelda's character, hands Blair 
um, some chocolates when they're grieving, and it's actually the same peanut butter cups that are used in Once Upon a Time, as well as another show that I'm forgetting off the top of my head, maybe Pretty Little Liars, something like that. It's the same brand, and they, like, linger on it, too. So, um, and it's the same brand that's used, like, in... um, Storybrook, so like not the magical world. So it's like a sign of being like when you see these peanut butter cups, you are not in the magical world. And I t- took that to see as like there's no ghosts nearby in Dead of Summer. So it was just a nice little tip of the cat because some of the writers on the show are from Once Upon a Time as well. Yeah, absolutely. Super interesting. I still have you know no idea what's actually happening. Me neither. And, uh, you know, we get, I, I'm just ready for Damon and his little dudes to just, you know, die. I'm over them. Because they're clearly pawns. And I want Alex to find them and just harass them. I want... I would say torture, but that's a little dark for freeforms. So. Well, <laughs> torture them. <laughs> this is all a little dark, let's just say. One other thing I would like to point out, that I don't know if this was like a hiccup or if it was meant for us to notice it, that what Jesse drew in the seance um, that they realized was this map at the end. So this person will die here, this person will die here, and then this person, and then one more person is going to die. It did not look like the map of the... At first, you know, me and Amber were like, oh, that's the map of the camp, but it just looked like more like a skull. And we've seen the map of the camp with the horns and... So many times, and it just... The ram yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looked different. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I think it was on purpose, because I think the big map of the, the camp area is supposed to be that ram skull, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you, like, look at it really oh, closely. Oh, but that's just where And then, they're... like, the mouth is, like, the dock, right? And so the little skull, where the skull is buried, it's like, if my face <laughs> is the ram <laughs> map, <laughs> then, like, they placed a little um, parchment on top of it, and they were like, oh, up here is where the human skull is buried, and then, like, around it is where we're going to find all of these items, like the dead body and the blood. And Wasn't it Blotter's bottle hand? Was he? Was that one of the items, or no? Because Blotter's head was one of the items. Yeah, that yeah. was a scene. It was dark. Zach did warn me about that one. He was like, well, they're going to find my hand, and then my head, and... Um, but I don't... I can't tell you if I'm dead or not, and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, Ted. But, I mean, I think that in the finale, uh, we will get some ghosts. On that note, let's get into predictions. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Guys, I, like, really don't know. I my, I guess my prediction is that Deb... Uh, if she does or has done anything shady or bad, it's because she was possessed. I no longer think Deb is a bad character, and I expect one of the characters that we trust, even just a little bit, is going to be bad or turn out to be bad. I I have nothing specific because I honestly don't know. I predict that Deb will not die because I think she's the safest character on the show, and if she does die, I will be so ecstatic because I think that she's, like, untouchable in this series, and I would just love to be surprised. But I was surprised by Cricket's death, so maybe there's that. Um, I think that the teacher is either Deb or Deb is the helper of the teacher and the teacher is paranormal, um, like the the tall man. Um, And I also think that there's something up with Garrett's um, sheriff buddy who's 
around, but not really around, and mom who's around, but not really around, and I would not be shocked at all if they turned out to be uh, evildoers. I also think that, um, given how somber they made this episode, I think I think the next episode's going to be very happy, and I think we should all be on guard when it's going to be very happy. I think that's when the next person's going to die. Oh, that's a good one, because we do... Uh potentially, I'm going to say 90% sure we have a very special guest coming in. I'm not going to say who it is because uh, we want you guys to look at our Twitters and figure (laughs) it out in the next week. Follow us, wink wink. But here's what I think. I think that potentially the person we are having in next week is one of those characters that might just uh, find their demise. I think Blair... Someone, okay, someone on YouTube or Twitter or something said they think the final four remaining people will be Joel, Amy, uh, I think they said uh, Drew. Really? Yeah, Drew. Everyone I know is nervous for Drew. Not Blair. Not (laughs) Blair. They think Blair's going to go and Drew's going to stay. Okay. And uh, they said one more person, but it's not Jesse and it's not Alex. So Jesse and Alex are... I think, yeah, I think they're gone. I think that Jesse or Alex is going to be the next to go in the coming episodes. I hope it's Jesse. I think it would be <laughs> the easiest to do, episode. but we don't have her episode. No, I think Alex is the easiest to do, but Alex we have is also far more like things to learn about Jesse. I like Jesse this episode. I actually really. I really like the actress. Her character oh, yeah. is hard to get into, though. I'm not into her. But I want to know character. more. I think they're slowly opening us up to her and introducing us, and she's getting cool with some of the other characters. I think that Amy, at some point, needs to figure out, like, whoa, I have something to do with this, and I have some control over the situation, and she has to realize, because I think she's kind of in infinite denial. I also think Amy's going to be in danger, and I don't think that she's going to die. I think she's going to almost die, and maybe someone might die for her. Yeah, she'll be like Survivor Girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Predicting that. Um, but yeah, I, if, if anybody has better predictions, please tweet them at us because we, yes. this episode has us so confused. Yeah, we're stumped, guys. Help us out. Yeah, please do because honestly, we love talking to you all about yeah. it and it's a really fun show to yeah. talk about and theorize. So please yeah. continue to do so. One more time, guys, where can everyone find you online? Hey, guys, I'm Renee Ariel and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Hey guys, my name is Amber Plaster, and uh, tweet me your predictions. I will tweet back. You guys can find me online at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43, and please tweet at us using the hashtag ABTVDOS. We will tweet at you who the special guest is next week, and uh, we will see you then. Bye! Bye. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 